Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 164 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and thanks for giving this episode a listen. In this quick episode, I go through my tips for round eight of the men's comp for 2022, and I promise I will try harder this time. Don't forget that if you are interested in having your local footy club getting a shout-out during an upcoming episode, drop me a note via email or shoot me a message on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Uh, love to be able to highlight these clubs. It's great to learn a little bit about the the culture of the game across the country or around the country, and uh, it's it's just kind of fun reaching out and communicating with uh, with the people from these other clubs because then it, it ends up leading to great stories as well that I can uh, that I can then bring on to the show. Now, we're like I said, we're going to get into the tips here. Uh, in just a moment, but, uh, you know, a couple things in the news this week, uh, of course, one, the dynasty in making, if you will. And I, I think I'm going to call it that because I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying this, uh, added another brick to their wall, if you will, with Simon Goodwood signing on for another couple of years to be senior coach for the D's. I, this is a club that just is, uh, I think they're going to be good for a while, okay? I really think they're just going to be a good club for a while. And uh, as some people, I, I've seen some things said where, you know, it's uh, it's my, it, you know, where some celebrities might say it's just, you know, it's it's my world and you're just living in it, or you might say about them, well, it's their world and I'm just living in it because that's kind of what it is, I think, because it's I think it's going to be the D's world for a while, and we're all just kind of existing in it until, uh, well, some of these players maybe get a little bit older. So, you know, good on them bringing uh, Goodwin back for another couple of years through 2024. Uh, supposedly there are eight clubs, and a couple of them are ones that I, I'm not sure that they would actually be looking for a, a new uh, senior coach. I mean, they, I'll mention them at the end, but uh, supposedly eight clubs have either officially or back-channeled uh, communication with Alistair Clarkson to see if uh, he might be interested in possibly being their senior coach in the very near future, like next year. Uh, of course, you know, the, the two the two that are maybe the most obvious would be Gold Coast and GWS, Leon Cameron's out of contract at the end of this year. Uh, there's a lot of talent on that side. There's a lot of talent on the Gold Coast side. And... Uh, from what I was reading today that Gold Coast would actually be able to pay him extra to be senior coach. And supposedly there's, there's even discussion about having the senior coach's salary exempted from the soft cap, which might then allow clubs to go and recruit a, a senior coach that maybe otherwise would not have wanted to come to that side. Now, from what I was reading, uh, Clarko has a, one of his uh, children, live up in Queensland and the, and the discussion was that 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 the AFL would make him what they call the like an AFL ambassador in Queensland which would allow him to be paid even a, a larger salary so you know this is not taking anything away from Stuart Dew this is his job until the Suns tell him it's no longer his job but 
yeah, I, I think I think we're kidding ourselves if Stuart Dew doesn't uh, have in the back of his mind the specter of, of Clarko looking over his shoulder. And of course, you know, the other thing there is you know the possibility of there soon being a uh, well soon six or seven years from now being a uh, 19th club in Tasmania. And he's been involved with that as well. So we'll see what happens. But supposedly, you know, the rumors are that Port, West Coast have reached out. North Melbourne and Essendon, even though their coaches only came in in 2021, uh, uh, with uh, Rutten and with Noble coming in. Uh, but the other two that that were mentioned in the article from Fox Footy, and I'm going to link to this in the show notes so you can read it for yourself, is that they, they kind of alluded to the fact that that the Crows and even the Saints would be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't, as as we would say here in the United States, at least kick the tires on the possibility of Clarko uh, wanting to take their gig. And, and I've got to tell you, I, I think that what both of those guys are doing with their sides, especially what, you know, what, what, what Matthew Nichols is doing right now, or Matthew Nix is doing right now in, uh, with Adelaide, I mean that that club is starting to 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 play better now. They dropped an egg. They laid an egg last week. They were terrible last week, but they have exceeded expectations significantly, in my opinion, this year. So yeah, I don't know what uh, what's going to end up happening with regards to to Clarko, but it's not going to happen until after the grand final occurs. If it if it happens this year, now the the other really neat story and it's not a huge story but it's kind of a neat one it's it's kind of that perseverance overcoming obstacles you know toiling away on your own getting yourself back to what you want to do and, and giving a big shout out to uh Rory Thompson defender from uh Gold Coast who's coming back after having had two knee surgeries he's been away from the club he hasn't played a senior game in 4 years and he's back in the 22 this week for uh, Gold Coast playing against Sydney. So, Rory, I hope you have one hell of a game this weekend. I wish you nothing but health and success going forward here, uh, sir. It's uh, great to have you back out there. Your your perseverance to push through the adversities that you face to come back and do the things that the the, the thing that you love to do, playing footy. It's admirable, sir. It is absolutely admirable. Now, we got a lot of big outs this week, okay? There are a lot of players who are not playing who you would typically expect to be in their side. And perhaps the biggest is in the first game of the weekend, and that is Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. And, of course, like I said, the big news here is the fact that Marcus Montepelli is being rested this round. Now, I think that this opens up a, a big opportunity for Port Adelaide. They've won two in a row. Now, Let's let's temper that a little bit. They've won two in a row by defeating a group of people wearing West Coast Eagle jumpers. The, what's happening with the Eagles this year, I think, in in many ways, is, is it's unfortunate, absolutely, but it's it's a, a bit of a I don't want to say a travesty because I don't I don't know how much you could actually do about it, but it 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 sucks for the game and it certainly sucks for. Eagle supporters, you know, deep down, are, are is the club all that upset about losing games, you know, uh, because, you know, it's going to maybe help their draft position, uh, maybe allow them to bring in, you know, the, uh, you know, a player that they are interested in uh, getting 
and who knows, they may be picking, you know, top five in uh, in the draft here coming up in 2022. And if the way things continue, who knows, you know, and if North Melbourne can win a game, maybe they're picking at the top spot. You know, I, and I, I, we just had a, uh, a report come out here, just a quick sidebar, you know, as a Cleveland Browns fan here in the NFL, we had a couple of years back in 2016 and 2017 that were some of the ugliest years in the history of the NFL. Uh, the club won, I believe two out of 30, they won two games out of 32. So I believe they went two and 30 altogether. And the coat, the head coach, a guy by the name of Hugh Jackson, who seems to be a, a pleasant individual, uh, had been a longtime assistant coach for the Bengals, but then got the, the, the head coaching job with the Browns. He was let go. He was replaced. And just recently, he's now a college head, head coach in college football. He filed uh, paperwork saying that he believed that the club was intentionally trying to lose or what you would call tanking. And the NFL conducted uh, an investigation. And, you know, the, the club had, you know, the, the Browns had traded away um, some good players to bring in draft picks to get younger uh, because they were not a very good team. They were still trying to find that franchise quarterback, which they eventually found and now still have, but evidently don't want anymore in Baker Mayfield. But the NFL released their, their, their findings of this study and it basically said, you know, Hugh, uh, you weren't tanking. Your club sucked, and they did. And you're not a very good head coach. And he wasn't. So, <laughs> you know, they basically said, you know, shut up about this. You weren't tanking. You were trying to rebuild a club. It's not like, it, you know, they're trying to improve. And again, three years later, they were in the playoffs. 2021. So yeah, three years after that, they were in the playoffs again. I'm sorry, in 2020, they were in the playoffs. They missed in 2021. So three years after he left, they did get that club into the playoffs. So it did end up working. So, you know, you know, Port has not made any changes this round. You know, like I said, they've won two in a row against a depleted Eagles squad. And in that marquee matchup in Cairns last week against the Saints. And again, I didn't watch the game, but I, I just heard that the 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 climate, the weather was awful to be playing in, that the grounds did not hold up well. Um, and it, again, they, both clubs struggled to kick goals. Now, I do think that the power are going to find themselves in a good place this round. They're back home. They have won two in a row, yes, against, you know, in, in less than ideal circumstances, but it's still eight points on the ladder. And I, I just, I think with Bontempelli out, Tim English still out. Uh, Mitch Wallace is going to be out this week as well. I, I, I just have, I'm going to go with Port Adelaide at home. You know, there's a pulse. They're two and five. There's a pulse. I'm not saying they're making finals, but this is, this is, this Port Adelaide is, is better than a two and five side. Okay. They are better. They are better than their record. I, I truly think that. And, and I, you know, they've, they've been without you know, Charlie Dixon all year. They've, they've had a couple of injuries. You know, they had the, the health scare with, uh, was that Ollie Wines? I think he's back in the lineup, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
But I'm going to go with Port Adelaide to win this one by eight. I just, I just think I have a hunch on this one. I think, like I said, I think they're playing at home. I think their supporters are going to be back and excited uh, about the fact that they've won a couple in a row. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with with that. Uh, so I'm going Port Adelaide by eight. And then we head off to Optus for the Dockers and the Roos. And the Dockers are, the Dockers are kind of, and Dockers supporters, please don't take this any other way than I'm intending it to be with regards to health and safety protocols. The doc, the Dockers are trying to do their best imitation of the West coast Eagles right now. And it's a very poor one right now because they don't have 874 players out. Okay. Uh, they have six that are in the health and safety protocols, Blake Akers, Griffin Logue, uh, Lloyd Meek, Michael Frederick, Rory Lobb, and Travis Collier are all out. Sean Darcy's coming back in. Matthew Tabiner is still out this round. Um, didn't matter against Geelong that he was out. Didn't matter that Darcy was out. Fremantle played a fantastic game against the Cats. Now, and I don't think it's going to matter this week either. The Roos are going to be without Nick Larkey. He's uh, suspended this week for that tunneling incident. Um, you know, even without seven players out of their 22, and that's not even counting... Uh, young Mr. Fife, I think that the uh, Ruse, I'm sorry, I think the Dockers are going to win this one handily and tighten their grip on their top four spot. I've got them winning this one by at least four goals. Okay, so I'm going to say at least 24 points for the Dockers here. Okay. And then we head off to the MCG, and they ain't going to Marvel, and the stands are still up on Punt Road right now. But damn it, I hope the Magpies and Tiger supporters and whoever else is just a footy fan that happens to be in Melbourne and doesn't have anything else going on at that game time, pack the MCG. And welcome back Dusty Martin and Trent Cotchin. I guess we can welcome Trent Cotchin and Oliver Henry back as well. Uh, but it, it's, uh, you know, the Tigers have got their midfield magician back um, coming from his early season break. I, I'm thrilled he's back. I'm glad that he's uh, that he is making his return, and and, and I and I hope he's okay because I know this is you know from what it sounds like this has been a rather tumultuous time for him uh, after his father's passing, and I do hope he's okay. Uh, like I said, Trent Cotchin's going to be back in. Oliver Henry and Trent Bianco will be back in for the Magpies. Now I think this is going to be a dynamite game. Okay, I do think, however, that just the sheer presence of having Dusty back on the side of the Tigers is going to spark them. And I'm going to go with the Tigers to win. I think this is going to be a close game. It's going to be less than a couple goals. I've got the Tigers winning this one by 11. And this one's going to be competitive. So they're going to be pushing themselves closer to the eight right here. Okay. Now, I don't think they're going to get there this week, but they're going to be getting themselves a little bit closer. Although they, they might be able to hop past uh, the Magpies when it comes to this. Then we head off to the SCG for the Sydney Swans and the Gold Coast Suns. And, you know, everybody seems to, you know, want to, to wish the Suns well. And, you know, oh, it's my second favorite team or my third. You know, the, it is in the best interest of the comp that the Suns do well because, again, it, you know, there's that sunk cost of them investing as much as they have in this club. And they've got a talented midfield. They do look lost defensively from time to time, however, as we saw last week with the Magpies, or was that the week before? Recently with the Magpies, I should say. Um, 
you know, they've dropped, they started off two and two. They've dropped three in a row. Uh, Will Powell comes back in. He's joining Rory Thompson on the side. Well, Logan McDonald and Patty McCartan are back in for the Saints. You know, the Suns, they have some burgeoning talent. This is a club that has some good young players. You bring young Mr. King back into the side next year, and you've got Abiar Chol there. You've got Casbolt if he's back again next year. So you've, you've got some some talented big people up forward that, that can score the ball. And if, uh, you know, if you've still got, you know, Isaac Rankin in there and, uh, oh, that youngster that's just been playing. Is his last name Masas, I believe? I think that's his last name. Uh, that has been uh, been playing well recently, and I'm actually going to go take a look right now because I'm I'm just trying to I'm not positive of his of his name right here, and I just want to look because just for my own edification here. So I think his last name is Masas, if I'm not M A S A S, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, how did I butcher that? Rosas. I'm sorry, it's Malcolm Rosas. I had I had the S A S part there. I uh, had the M at the, in the first name. So Malcolm, I apologize for, for, you know, getting your, your last name wrong there. But uh, yeah, Malcolm Rosas has been really interesting to watch these first uh, six or eight games that he's played. So, you know, I, I, I think though that the Swans, you know, this is a, a club that, you know, they need to heal their wounds. They, they dropped a home game against Brisbane. I tipped the Swans last week because they were playing at the SCG uh, Sydney is a contender, and I think they're going to win this game because it's a game they should win against a lesser club right now. So I'm going to go with the Swans to win this one by 14 points. And then we head off to the Manuka Oval in Canberra for GWS and the Cats. Uh, the Giants, they went in and crushed the Crows last week at the Adelaide Oval. I was I was shocked by that. I mean, I, I, I guess I shouldn't be because every time, you know, Toby Green shows up, Good things tend to happen in, when he's playing, I should say. Um, good things tend to happen for the for the uh, Giants. You know, the Cats, their offense, they quite frankly got choked off by the Dockers. You know, they they looked slow. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be one of the better games of the round. It's looking it's like the weather's going to be kind of chilly, about 9 or 10 degrees Celsius. Um, the Giants haven't made any changes while the Cats are bringing in uh, four different players. You've got Joel Selwood and Max Holmes and uh, Sean Higgins listed as injured. Uh, Luke Dahlhaus has been sent down as well. Oliver Dempsey heading out as well. Cooper Stevens is coming in, as well as Francis Evans, Quentin Narkle, and Patty Dangerfield coming back in as well. The Cats, I think, just need to get faster in the midfield because they they did they looked slow. They looked a little sluggish. Now, I think this is going to be a close game, but right over my left shoulder here are two cat scarves, four cats hats. And a couple, well, one cat's beanie because the other one is downstairs because I've still been wearing it even though it is May because it's cold. I am going to go with my adopted hometown club here, and I'm going to go with the Cats to win this very close game by seven points and hold on to their spot in the eight. Now, if they don't win this, there's a possibility that the Cats could drop out of the eight this round. If Richmond was to win by a high enough percentage, I think they could push the Cats out of the eight. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Then we head off to Marvel for the Bombers and the Hawks. And and the Bombers started off one and six. They dropped their last three. The Bombers are not as bad as their record this year. And I, I know those of you who like to, you know, pile on the Bombers are going right now. Oh, yes, they are. I really don't think they are. Okay. I don't think they're as bad as they are. They're, they're you know, you've got some injuries there. You've got, you know, uh, Zach Merritt, if I'm not mistaken, is out. 
uh, and has been out for a considerable amount of time. Uh, is going to hopefully be back here sometime in the not-too-distant future. Um, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's going to be back here. Um, is it Merritt that I'm thinking of? I sure thought it was, yeah. Um, oh, well. And I'm not even seeing him on their injury list right now. Jake Stringer is going to be out, however, this week as well. Uh, Hawthorne is a club that started off hot. You know, they won their first two. They've dropped four out of their last five, however. Chad Wingard uh, playing his 200th game. Wonder if he'll do that in the long sleeves. I'm just, you know, something I'm wondering, and and I don't know if this is something that's ever been done before, or if it's something that's ever um, been something that that any of you have noticed. So if you're a a Magpie supporter or a Cat supporter or a uh, even a Hawks or a Hawks or even a Ruse supporter, when a player wears the long sleeve jumper. There's only one of those clubs where the sleeves actually match the jumper, and that's the cats, because those sleeves are are, are parallel with the uh, the, I'm sorry, the the stripes, if you will, the hoops are parallel. On the other ones, they're all perpendicular. Has there and I and I don't know this, and I don't know if it's that big of a deal, but has there ever been a a jumper design for the long sleeve jumpers where the the stripes on the magpies or the ruse or the hawks jumpers on the sleeves went the same direction as the rest of the jumper. Is that something that's ever happened? I, I don't know. I don't know how that how difficult that would be to design that or to to manufacture that. Uh, I, I'm just curious. It just popped into my head right here. I didn't even jot that down in my notes. It just popped into my head here as I was looking you know, through the things that I had jotted down. So the, like I said, the bomber is going to be without Jake Stringer for the next month. Uh, with a hamstring, uh, C.J. Jath is going to miss, I believe, his second game in a row. Uh, Denver Granger Barras is going to be back in the side. Now, I went with the Bombers in an upset last week, and I got bit because I only won two out of my two out of my nine tips last week. I only got two of them right. I didn't win because I didn't put any money on any of them. I don't do that. I'm not putting. I'm not tipping the Bombers this week. I'm going to tip the Hawks to win this one by two goals. Okay. Then we head up to the GABA. Now, folks, if you live in Queensland and you happen to own a royal blue short sleeve shirt, do yourself a favor and report to the GABA at least two hours before the first bounce of this game between the Lions and the Eagles. Because there's a strong possibility that you might end up being part of the Eagles interchange for this game. Okay, let's be brutally honest here. Should this game even be played? I mean, you know, the the Eagles, you know, injury and health and safety protocol list, it's longer than the grocery list that you would need to plan for a moody family Christmas. Okay, it's it's you know the Lions the Lions are going to win 4 points here. They're going to likely add on to the second highest percentage in the comp, which is right now 140.2. I guess the cat supporter in me should just be sitting back here with my mouth shut, realizing, you know what, if this continues for West Coast, it bodes well for us because we get to play them twice this year. And that's where we're going to get to pad our our percentage a little bit. But I have to ask, is this what's best for footy? 
Is this is this the best thing for the game to have the Eagles having to go find people that have a pulse and have their own set of boots that they can bring to the game to, in order to play? I mean, is this what's best? I don't know. You know, the Eagles have a round 13 by, the Lions have a by in round 14. You're telling me that they couldn't adjust a comp a little bit those two rounds to give these two clubs a game that round or one of those two rounds and maybe have the bye this week and allow the Eagles to possibly get healthy just to, you know, get them past this, you know, the week long or however long isolation it is for the, uh, for the players before they can come back into the side. In fact, you know, they're at, Adam Simpson's not even going to be there this week as well. Okay. I mean, you know, this is, uh, you know, the comp, like I said, they can't adjust the fixture a little bit here with the hopes of the Eagles list, not looking like a, uh, group of people sitting in the waiting room of an episode of Dr. Doctor, or as they call it here, the heart guy. Okay. I mean, I know that Gil's been in the United States recently, but come on, Gil. I mean, I can keep track of what's going on in the news over there and you've got better connections than I do. Okay. I I just, I I think that this is a, this is a, a Harlem Globetrotters Washington generals game here. And, and I, I think the lions are actually going to pad that percentage. You know, I, I've said here that I, I, I think they're going to win it by 40, but you know what? I think that may be a conservative number. And, and I hate to say that because I, I, you know, I'm not, uh, if you're an Eagles supporter listening to this, I'm not taking a shot at you. I'm not taking a shot at your club. This is just the reality of the situation we're in, in right now. You know, the, Eagle, you know, the Eagles percentage is just getting absolutely decimated. Of course, you know, not earning the points on the, on the ladder isn't helping either, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay. It is what it is here. So I, I just, I don't know if we can get this, you know, if we're going to be able to get this fixed at all here. Then we move on to, and I kind of flip-flop these games right here. Uh, we're going to move to Marvel Stadium for Carlton and Adelaide. And Carlton showed me last week something that I doubted last week was how is their midfield going to react to not having that tap specialist, Mark Pitnett, in the ruck for them? Well, it didn't matter because they dominated clearances in their game last week. They just went ahead and took the clearances from the uh, from the other club who uh, who had a significantly better um, group of hitouts. I mean, that was against um, North Melbourne. You know, North Melbourne had significantly more hitouts, and Carlton said, "Well, that's fine. You go ahead and hit the ball. We'll just go ahead and clear it." So now that they they've shown that they can do that, you know, I, I think if the midfield plays like that again, that they've got a great chance to beat the Crows, and I'm going to tip them. Jesse Motlop's going to be debuting. Will Hamill comes back in for the Crows amongst a half dozen folks there. I think this is going to be a competitive contest because I think, I think the Crows are an up-and-coming side. They might have gotten out over their skis a little bit too much this early this year you know, because they're sitting there around the, you know, the 10 or 12 spot on the ladder right now. I don't know, um, you know, how, yeah, they're 12 right now at 3 and 4. I don't know if that's going to continue. Um, lost a couple of their veteran leaders for a significant amount of time here. But I think the Blues are going to continue to keep pressure on those clubs sitting outside the eight by adding more points onto their own spot on the ladder. Okay, so I'm going to go with the Blues to win this one by 14. Okay, I got the Blues winning this one by 14. And I and I quite frankly I think that the you know the game of the round is coming up on I think this is a Sunday game because uh, it'll be a Saturday night game here. Uh, 
the D's and the Saints. And, and again, the Saints are not going to have a, a game like they did this past week up in Cairns. I think the weather will probably be a little bit better. Uh, maybe they'll hit the hit the big sticks a little bit more frequently. You know, the D's have a handful of people coming in. Um, Alex Neal Bullen, Bailey Laurie, uh, Harrison Petty, Kazi Pickett, Luke Jackson coming back from uh, health and safety protocol, Tom Sparrow coming in. Uh, you got Rowan Marshall, Ryan Burns, Zach Jones, and uh, Derek Joyce coming in for the Saints. Now, the Saints, they lost a heartbreaker in ugly conditions. Okay. Now, I think that this is going to be a great contest, but, you know, folks, you're watching the same season that I am. And the way the D's are going about doing things right now, I mean, they, they are just grinding through their opponents like their like their list manager is somebody who used to work for Cyberdyne Systems. Okay? You need to be a bit of a movie buff to know who that is. And hopefully you've picked up on that, okay? I'll give you another hint in terms of where Cyberdyne Systems is if you're not sure what I'm talking about there. I mean, these guys are just being ruthlessly methodical. They're coming in, okay, you're up next. It's almost like... Uh, it's almost like Dolph Lundgren in the uh, Rocky. Was that Rocky Four? I think that's Rocky Four. You will lose. I will crush you. Or, or as, as he said about uh, uh, da, 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 Carl Weathers' character, and I can't think of his name right now. Um, you know, if, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, because after he beat the hell out of him in that exhibition fight, I think it is Rocky Four. It's kind of how the, uh, the the D's are going about things here. You know, like I said, I'm going to go with the D's to win this one by 13. And, uh, well, I told you I'd give you one more hint. But this is going to terminate all I have to say about this round of games. But I'll be back to talk about more games in an episode coming up very soon. Okay, that was a bad Arnold. I understand. I do it much better when I'm a little bit more relaxed in my classroom. You know, we... I, I, I will use that uh, that bad accent in class from time to time. So those are my tips for round eight. And they've got to be better than round seven because I only got two right last round. So, uh, again, folks, do not take my advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. This is uh, This is for you to sit, you know, in your car on your drive to work or, you know, during your break uh, or you're out walking your dog and just going... Jeez, Wessels, you're an idiot. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Or, hey, that was a brilliant tip on your part. Whichever one of those things is going to happen, okay? So, folks, don't forget that you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. I do hope you'll consider checking it out. You can leave me a voicemail there. You can share your views on an issue uh, from a previous round or a question that you might have. I do hope you'll also consider signing up for the mailing list. When you go to my website, on the right-hand side, there'll be a little black box there for you to drop your email address in there. And I'm not bombarding you with emails or trying to you know, sell you a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm not in a position quite now where I'm offering, I've not sold a whole lot of things. I think I've sold two t-shirts since I put my store up together. You know, so, and, and one of them I see in my classroom every week because that student wears it every week. I think he thinks he's getting extra credit for it and he's not. I do appreciate him getting it, but I can't give extra, I don't give extra credit for things of that nature. So, um, but if you're interested, you can head over to my, my store page uh, up at the top of the website there and then go to Redbubble. I've got the stickers, the uh, t-shirts, things of that nature. They're actually, and I'm, I'm going to get myself some of these because they look pretty sharp. 
uh, with the the new logo that Waza King made for me. They have some socks. I actually want to get myself a, a yank on the footy socks because I think they look really really sharp. So I need to order myself some of those. But again, hopefully you will uh, you'll get signed up on the mailing list. And if you if you've got a great story to tell, I'd love to sit down and talk to you. Uh, I've got an interview that I'm doing on. Um, Saturday evening, my time. So Sunday morning, your time in Melbourne, uh, with a gentleman who played for the Tigers and the Roos back in the, from the mid sixties to the early seventies, uh, won a premiership with the Tigers, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we had to play a little bit of uh phone tag to, cause I, I lost contact with him. I mentioned it in the previous episode. Um, but I did have people reach out. So I do appreciate them reaching out to me. Uh, I'm looking forward to that conversation because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I, ha- I have a couple of others that are lined up. I've just not nailed down the times for these yet. But I'm always looking for interesting people to talk to about footy, uh, to talk about their lives in general, because I, I like to use this to to learn about people. Sure, I want to learn about your your take on the game of footy and, and what you love about this game. But I, I, as evidenced by a lot of the discussions that I've had, if you've listened to some of my interviews my interviews go off into a number of different tangents because we'll talk about just about anything. Okay, we'll, we'll get into just about any topic that's out there because I, lo- I love exploring how other people think, how they go, how they go through their lives, what their, what their views are on things. It's, it's just great to learn those kinds of things. So if you're somebody, you know, who has a great story that you want to tell, you can, you know, hit the register as a guest uh, button up there and sign up as a guest. Now, do me a favor, if you do that, if you do that, you may also want to send me an email at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. It, it will tell me that you've signed up, but just in case I missed that, because I did have one that I missed, uh, and I actually still need to reach out to this person because uh, they, they signed up a while back, and I need to I do need to reach out to them. So, again, if you also want to help out the podcast, you can click on the Buy Me a Coffee button, which is in the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, that money goes right back into helping to support the podcast and keep it up and running and cover the fees for the different things that I've got going on. So if you're interested in doing that, that's fantastic. If you're not, that's okay too. Uh, but you know, you grab yourself a sticker, throw it on the, uh, the back window of your car and you know, get people asking about this. Who's this Yank? What's this, who's this guy that we're talking about here? Be a huge help. Again, folks, don't forget that you can reach me at a Yank on the footy at gmail.com on Twitter at Yank underscore on and on Facebook, look for a Yank on the footy podcast. That's my new, um, podcast page because my new uh personal page is up and running and i have this linked to that because i officially lost my facebook page that i had for good grief i don't know i've had to have i've had to have had it for well over a decade uh it's gone now it's officially gone um or you can find me on instagram at a yank on the footy i am also on big footy um I think I'm called Ohio Cats fan on there because I've not figured out how to change my name on there yet. Uh, and I'm on uh, the AFL Reddit page as well. I, I don't spend as much time on there as I should, but I do get on there quite a bit. Now, again, folks, many of you have signed up for the mailing list, and I encourage you to you know, ask your friends to check out the podcast as well. That's a huge help. If you want to leave a review for the podcast, that would be a great thing as well because that word of mouth allows me to then share those reviews out on my socials hopefully encouraging other people to check out the show. Because if you like it, 
it would be a, a, a huge, huge help. And I'd be, I'd be greatly in your debt. Uh, you know, if you're enjoying what I'm doing and you think other people might enjoy it as well, that would be terrific. So folks, you know, I want to thank you for listening. Um, we're fans of our clubs. We're, we're in the midst of a great season right now. Although, it, you know, like I said, it looks like it's the D's world and we're all just living in it. We'll see if that changes. However, uh, look out for each other, give your friends a call, check up on them, make sure they're okay. You know, if they're close by, you can go give them a visit. I know gas prices are high there. Uh, they just went over four, uh, $4 and 10 cents a gallon here, uh, which is the highest I have ever seen it in my life. Um, it's frustrating. It's frustrating as heck, but, uh, I, like I said, I hope you'll consider sharing a link, but look out for your friends, look out for your family, give them a call, tell them you love them, tell them you care. Okay. And folks, I thank you for the continued kind words that you share with me. I, I truly appreciate the the things that, that, that you've reached out and said to me because it helps to in, you know, helps to inspire me to want to continue doing what I'm doing with this because I love doing it, but I absolutely love hearing that you're enjoying it as well. Okay. Because, you know, I'm, 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 I could sit here and talk to myself about it, but I'm so appreciative of those of you who do tune in. And I hope if you're new, I hope you'll come back. I hope you'll go back and listen to some of the interviews that I've done in the past. There's some great guests that I've had on and folks, as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 164 of a Yank on the Footy. Again, don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at a Yank on the Footy or on Facebook at a Yank on the Footy podcast. And check out the website, ayankonthefooty.com. And I do hope you'll share the podcast, folks. And until next time, this is Craig Wessels. Goodbye. <laughs>